Greatest leaders that you will ever work with are the individuals that understand, show, teach, and do. Able to help other people set themselves free financially and get on the other side of money. That's when you become significant. You know, fulfilled purpose life is in such a higher degree uh, and such an amazing level. Welcome to our podcast, a weekly discussion with people who are in the business of pleasure. Brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Once a week, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the sexual health industry, entrepreneurship, relationships, and empowerment. Interviews will include the founders of Bedroom Candy, some of our amazing consultants, entrepreneurs, sex toy designers, as well as educators and experts in the industry. Join me, Nadine Thompson, president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, on this journey of self-discovery as we wash away age-old stigmas about sexuality, self-love, and to learn about the lives of the people that make their living in the business of pleasure. Welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. This week, we have the pleasure of having on again for our second time um, on our series, Ms. Dora Chambers. Ms. Chambers spoke with us um, a few weeks ago about understanding our why as we develop our business mindset. And at the Business of Pleasure, we really talk about the whole industry of pleasure, toys, pampering, but we also talk about the business part, the business part, doing the business, what it means to be in business for yourself, what it means to have your own home-based business in the direct selling industry, and the motivation and the leadership that it requires in order to do the business. The Business of Pleasure is always very exciting. It's fun. We speak to consultants all the time about their businesses, the fact that they enjoy uh, doing bedroom candy, the fact that they enjoy, uh, you know, hosting parties, bachelorette parties and wedding showers and birthday parties and the fun that they have talking about the pampering products and intimacy and romance and sex. It's always a lot of fun. But then it's also great to talk with them about the business of just doing it, what it means to stay motivated, what it means to stay organized and to organize your business and to be successful at it. Because we all know that it's great to go out there and have a lot of fun, but it's also great to be able to make money at it and to really embrace the business opportunity. One of the things that I learned as I... Um, started out in the industry and started teaching about business and entrepreneurship um, and direct sales. And one of the unique things about direct sales, unlike other companies, when you join a company, you know, you start off, you're training, you're learning. For some people, that learning curve can be a matter of weeks in most companies. You're, you know, they allow you to learn the job and, and, uh, and get accustomed to it and develop your skill set and your confidence as well as your competence. Um, but in direct sales, you do have that opportunity to learn, but there's a very short learning curve because what's unique about this industry is that part of your success 
depends upon recruiting new team members to join you in your venture. You've got to recruit new team members and build a team. And you can recruit a new team member the same day that you join the business. Literally, you could sign up this morning and you can call up your best friend and say, oh my goodness, I just joined Bedroom Candy. Uh, this morning. I'm excited about it. Take a look at the website. And she could say, girl, please, I've been wanting to join all, you know, for the last few months as well. Let me sign up too. I want to be in business. And you could literally sign a new recruit that afternoon. And so literally the minute that person signs on the dotted line and agrees to become a part of your team, it requires from you leadership skills. It requires from you that you are going to be the person that they look to for expertise, for support, for coaching, for direction, for an understanding of how to do the business. So leadership, you know, basically sits on your lap pretty quickly into joining the business. This week, we have with us Ms. Dora Chambers, who is an international speaker and trainer, a radio personality, and a philanthropist. Dora has been in the industry for over 20 years. She's had tremendous success as an entrepreneur, as a leader, um, as a success coach in the industry. She's done just great, great things as a, as a success coach. And I wanted to invite her back again to talk about leadership because I think of, you know, I've met so many people in the industry who talk about leadership, but Ms. Dora Chambers is someone who really lives it and embodies it in a really profound way. So Dora, I wanted to talk to you today about leadership and what that means. I mean, it's a pretty broad term. There's all kinds of leaders. For example, I refer to myself as a servant leader. I believe that I serve people and in doing so and being a good servant in teaching and coaching, even teaching that other person how to fish by serving them, that that's how I lead. Um, but I wanted to talk to you today about leadership. And I think the place I wanted to begin with is from a personal perspective, how do you define your leadership style? Well, I think you, you, you said it. I think leadership for me, as it is with you, it is all about servant leadership. That's really truly what it's all about. And, um, you know, in this industry, it, it definitely includes that. You know, when you look at our industry and how the business model works, it really is all about serving leadership, meaning as we're helping other people realize their goals, realize their dreams, and achieve their aspirations. As we help enough people get what they want, we are able to get what we want. So it's about serving the masses. And it truly is the, the golden rule. If you serve the masses, then your life is already taken care of. So I truly do believe that, uh, for me, um, that being a servant first and foremost, and then leading by example. And I think that's truly what it is all about for me. And I'm grateful for this industry that allows us to incorporate that mindset and that way of being that we can be servant leaders in, in a business environment and, and win and win big. But most importantly, you're helping so many other people win. I mean, there's no greater industry um, that you can tap into that allows you to do just that. I know that's what I love about direct sales. And it's really, truly one of the reasons that I'm still in the business. Um, I love the concept and I loved it from the first time I heard it. I think I don't know where, but I think it might have been at a DSA convention 
where, you know, it became clear to me that in this business, when you help other people to win, you win. And that is so different from the corporate mindset of being competitive and looking out for yourself. And I say to our consultants all the time, you know, um, if you've got five people on your team and you do your part as far as the business, but if you help those five people to achieve their goals and to win at what they're doing, you can't do anything else but win. And that to me is so exciting. If your team members are failing, you're going down with them because there's no income for you at the end of the month. But if your team members are succeeding and recruiting and selling and feeling positive and they're feeling supported by you, boy, it's a big win for everybody at the end of the month. And that is sometimes so hard for people to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a book, um, and you know, in, the, in this business, one of the first things you learn as a leader, you're always learning, you're always growing, you're always stretching. And I tell anybody who's serious about their business, um, you definitely become a student of the subject, you become a student of success, but you also study successful people. That's one of the things my mentor taught me, study successful people. And um, one of my mentors, one of my coaches from afar, uh, may he rest in peace, is Zig Ziglar. Um, I've read all his books, I listen to all his tapes, you know, thank goodness now, um, due to the technology of YouTube, you can watch a lot of his videos, but he had a book called Over the Top. Um, he had the first book was at the top, and then he had a book called Over the Top. And in that book, he talks about going from success to significance, and that's what this business allows us to do. Wow. See, when 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 you first come into a business, when you first launch in, you know it is about you and what you can get and what you can achieve for yourself and for your family. I call it your I I me me dreams. But then you get to a level in your business where you realize, wait a minute, it's bigger than me. It really isn't about me. And it's about everything that's outside of me. So when it's success, that means it's just for you, me, and mine. But when you go to significance, significance is when you're helping other people realize their dreams, when you're helping other people turn their dreams into reality, when you're able to help other people set themselves free financially and get on the other side of money. That's when you become significant. And, you know, as the leadership, when you get to that point in your business, then it's everything. Then it's prices because you get it. You realize it's so much bigger than what you can ever imagine. It's not about what you can just achieve for yourself. Um, but it's helping. You know, there's a saying we always say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rich when I own a yacht, but I'm wealthy when my friends own a yacht. <laughs> right. When you get that very, that power of that very simple cliche, oh, that's when your whole business shifts. And then that's when you win like you can never imagine. And my whole goal even today is going from success to significance. Being significant means you're leaving an impact uh, for others as well. And that all begins with leading by example in everything that you do. Wow. I love that idea of creating an impact. Tell me more yes. about that. Yes. It, it, it's, it's, you know, it's when you're touching lives, when, 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 you, when you walk in a room or when someone can say, you know what, I'm here because so-and-so believed in me. They believed in me before I could believe in me. Listen, when I think about the person that uh, recruited me into the industry of network marketing, I was broke. I was homeless. Um, I, w- I was in the gutter. I-, I needed some answers. I needed a way up and a way out. But that person, my sponsor, had to see something in me 
before I could see it in myself. Right. And he nurtured me and he, you know, he fed into me. He taught me. He trained me. He coached me. Um, and he groomed me, you know. Um, but you have to be ready to be groomed. But here's the thing about leadership. Leadership has to recognize when the right person shows up. It doesn't mean that they don't come with all the rough edges, but there's something about them. They have a certain level of desire to win. See, all you have to do is have a desire to win. And then with the right leadership that recognizes that in you, they can groom that and, and help you polish that up, you know, as we say, you know, and, and then help you really develop and become the person that you need to be. And I'm so grateful to this day. I mean, I still consider my sponsor, even though it was 20 years ago, one of my best friends. And I will always be grateful because, again, he saw something in me before I saw it in myself. And as leadership, that's what it's about. And he made an impact on my life that will last a lifetime. Absolutely. Dora, I, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you and my mind is like traveling back. It seems like on this wave, because as you said, what you said about uh, creating an impact and having someone believe in you before you believed in yourself. I wonder if that's true for many of us who consider ourselves servant leaders and for many of us who are in this position, because I think about me. I mean, I would not be sitting in this chair doing this podcast in this country today, if not for a woman that believed in me. I was a, you know, a young woman, uh, 27 years old, uh, of Caribbean descent, living in Toronto, Canada. I had just separated from my husband. We were going, heading towards divorce. Um, and I wanted to be a family therapist. And I did not have a graduate, uh, my graduate degree yet. I had decided to go to be bold enough to apply to an institute to study to become a family therapist. And, you know, I did very well beyond what I ever thought I could do. Um, and at the end of the course, you know, here I was, you know, th a black woman and this white woman who I had nothing in common with. She was a white woman from Western Massachusetts in the United States. She was maybe a size zero, if that much. She chain smoked and ate barely nothing. And we had just very different personality types. And I spent the whole eight months of that internship staring at her and looking at her and trying to figure her out. And I think she was doing the same with me because we were both so different from each other. I was mm -hmm. a full-figured Caribbean girl and she was this really thin, you know, um, white woman from, from Western Mass. And they invited me for dinner one night and she said... Um, I really think you need to go to graduate school. I really think you need to get your degree and become a full-fledged therapist. You've got a career ahead of you, you know, empowering women and people. You can make a difference. And I'm like, me? I, you know, I can barely hold my marriage together. And she said, oh, no. They encouraged me to apply to the top social work school in the world, um, Smith College. I got in, the tuition was over the top, 30 grand a year, it was US, I was living in Canada, there was no way I could afford it. And she said, you know, if you would go, if you would take the next three years of your life and study and do this, we will pay for it. 
And she wow. saw something in me that I didn't know that I had. I graduated at the top of my class. I was the valedictorian. She was there at my graduation. She's no longer here with me. She has passed. But that was somebody who saw a future for me yeah. that I yeah. could never, ever have imagined for myself. And I live my life in a way now uh, that really, I think, honors what Nancy Lane Burkhart did for me, um, you know, in doing it for other women and men that I come across. I try to see the good in people and empower them to live a life that they didn't believe they could lead because I'm doing that. And I do yeah. that really in honor of her. You know, that's my why and my servant leadership. And as you talked about creating an impact, I wasn't really sure what you were speaking about in that moment. But as you gave your description, I thought, ah, that's, that's exactly what happened to me. That, mm -hmm. That's exactly mm -hmm. it. And then when you live your life, by that example, living that example, it becomes a really purpose-filled life of leadership. Mm. Yeah, it, it's, it's everything. And you, and you said the magic word, my favorite word is purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It becomes, you know, fulfilled purpose life in it, it, such a higher degree uh, and such an amazing level. And, you know, and I know some people are wondering, well, what does this have to do with the business? It's everything. It's because everything. Once again, we have to remind ourselves that even in this industry um, and the market that we're in, the business is still a people business. No matter what your product, no matter what your service, this industry is a people's business. Therefore, we are in the business of people. And therefore, you have to understand the psychology about working with people. And people want to be, they want hope. People want someone to believe in them, sometimes, again, before they even believe in themselves. People just want a way. You know, for me, I just wanted a chance. You know, I knew I could excel at something. I just wanted a fair chance. And I wanted somebody to be able to take time out to see enough of me who was willing to teach me and nurture me. And I knew that all you had to do was just lead the way, and I was going to follow. All you had to do was create the path, and I was going to follow on that path. And as a leader, that's what you want to be in this industry. you got to be the way. you got to be the system. you got to be the person that people are willing to plug into. You have to be able to ask yourself at the end of every day, would you follow you? Mm. Are you worthy to be followed? Meaning, are you leading by example? And in everything that you're doing, are you doing it with excellence? Would you mirror yourself every day? Because that's what you want to become. And, and you know, one of the, the, the key words, and I know a lot of times we hear it um, in this industry, uh, the greatest leaders that you will ever work with are the individuals that understand, show, teach, and do. <laughs> I always wow. tell people there's two different things. There's a difference of being a coach and a teacher. Wow. Yep. You, when you teach, you're teaching the, 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 the logistics and the how-tos, but you're coaching. Now you're coaching them and mentoring them and, and helping them and guiding them. And then, But you always do. You never stop doing. You never stop doing. You never stop doing. Meaning what? The best way I can teach you is that I'm doing it. You know, I, I tell a lot of people that, that I work with, all you have to do is follow me. All you have to do is follow me around. The best way I could teach you is by doing it. And then you just mirror that. You become a sponge. So when you take inventory from a leadership perspective, 
you have to be willing to ask that very honest question at the, each and every single day. Am I worthy to be mirrored? Am I worthy to be followed? And would I follow me? Uh-huh. Am I leading by example? Am I a good teacher? Am I a good coach? And am I doing the business? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I, as they say, am I walking the talk? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, that's the, and, and, you know, there's so many different elements, as you said, that comes into leadership, especially um, in our industry, because it is about people. So you have to make sure you create that right environment. And it's, it has to be a positive environment. So leaders always stay positive. It doesn't mean that we don't go through things. It doesn't mean that life still doesn't happen to us, as you and I both know. Life happens. Yep. <laughs> life happens, and sometimes people think of you a leadership role. All of a sudden, you got this, you know, this super, super cape on, and the things don't hit you and don't come against you and it don't attack you. But it does. But there's a way to keep things positive all times, and always looking at it from a positive standpoint. We understand that it's all lessons, and being able to deliver that to people and understand. Listen, we're going to grow through this. It's all a growing process. It's all a process, and it's it's necessary that we go through this process. Um, and I tell people, and it's worth it. <laughs> right. Everything we go through is worth it, but it's necessary. So we always keep it positive. We always praise up recognition. In this business, as you know, maybe recognition is everything. Yep. Because in the corporate environment, people don't get the level of appreciation. We don't get enough thank yous. So in this industry, we take pride in that. Recognition is everything in our industry because we know that's what people, listen, people yearn for recognition more than they do money. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. It's key. I mean, you know, you hear, you know, Mary Kay, who is, um, you know, one of the legacies in our industry, she said she built it on recognition because you had women who would, you know, sell, a, you know, a thousand tubes of lipstick in a month because of the recognition. It wasn't for the money they were making. They wanted to be recognized for the fact that they yeah. were good salespeople. Yeah. You know, and they and, weren't and, and getting... as leaders, you have to create that not only company wide, which you do a beautiful job with that at Bedroom Candy, but even the leaders have to understand you have to create that at your own local level within your own organization. Even if it's just a recognition call to say, hey, congratulations to so and so for accomplishing this or having their first successful home party. Uh, it's amazing, you know, what a little piece of paper could do, a certificate yeah. could do for people. And you realize people just want to be appreciated. And again, that's what our business is all about. Absolutely. It, it really is. So it's, you know, recognition, leadership, purpose, service. These are yeah. all great, you know, the, the, the cornerstones of what we do. Dora. Like usual, yes. Yes. you are so amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love to talk to you. You know, this is a podcast, so we don't, you know, I know that you and I could probably sit and share stories. I mean, my mind was just going as I'm listening to you. I was thinking about, oh. you know, the documentaries I like to watch. And right now there's a documentary on uh, pay-per-view about um, a sushi master this um, old Japanese guy that's one of the best sushi makers in the world. And he's somebody in his like 80s, late 80s. And he's been making sushi since he was a young child. And he's mastered it. And he's, you know, he's uh, 
passed the tradition on to his sons. He's got this very small restaurant. But but as you were talking about doing, you know, you said yeah. show, teach, do. The documentary was actually about that. You know, he's showing people, he's teaching people how to do it. But what's amazing, this man makes sushi, has has made sushi seven days a week for all of his life. Yeah. Does not take yeah. vacations. He's doing it. He's doing it. His hands, his brains, the touch of the rice, the feel of the fish, the marketing, the shopping, the quality of things. He's in it every day. He's doing it. When you're in his presence, you feel the mastery of what he does. And yeah. as you were talking, I was remembering that because I'm thinking about the mastery of this industry and you have to keep doing it. You know, the, the selling, the mentoring, the coaching, the talking to customers, the hostess coaching, the product knowledge, all of those things are important and you have to keep doing it because you want your team members to understand and to learn and to see, you can't call them up and say, well, how many parties have you done this month when you as a leader haven't done a party in a year? You've right. got to be That's doing right. the business as well so that you're, the people who are joining your team are following and, and you're leading by example. That's the most powerful type of leadership is to lead by example. And I love what you say because every morning when I get up, I do have to ask myself, am I the kind of person that I would want to follow? Because when I get on the phone and I talk to these women or I do these podcasts, Am I delivering a message that's worthy? Would I listen to me? Would I want to hear what I have to say? Is what I'm saying of any value to anyone? And if the answer is no, then I'm not going to do it. So, you know, I think just listening to you has been really informative, but most of all for me, affirming, because I believe that, um, you know, leadership is an important skill. And I think we've touched on some really good things here. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we close? Well, you know, I, I think I will close with this. And I think it's so important, the best way to take inventory to determine what type of leader are you? Are you a servant leader uh, or are you what we call, there's two types of leaders, authoritator, and then there's authoritative leader. Authoritator says, do this because I've said so. Authoritator leader stands back, like you said, and they make the phone calls and they just manage what's going on, but they're not doing anything. But a third authoritative type leader says, do this because, meaning they're always sharing with you how to do what to do, but they're teaching you the lesson and the reason why you do things a certain way, why you conduct yourself a certain way, meaning they're sharing with you to make it a teaching and a growing experience. It's all about the coaching and the teaching. So that's the best way every day to take inventory. What type of leader am I? Am I authoritative that's always talking about I, I, and you go do this, and I'm going to do this? Or am I creating that we-us environment? Right. A we-us. Right. Do this. This is necessary to create success because if you do this, this is what's going to happen for your business. And so that means you're not only leading, but you're always, always teaching. Always teaching. Always right. coaching. But most importantly, always doing the business and having fun and helping people turn their dreams into reality. And that's what makes this business so great and so awesome. And I'm just so grateful again, uh, Miss Nadine Thompson, you know how much love and respect <sighs> I have for you and to be able to chat with you um, 
it just always brings me great joy. And, you know, we get excited. You know, we could talk all the time about <laughs> yeah, this we do. You know how we love it. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. And one of the things is you were talking about, about, you know, sharing wisdom as a leader. You're sharing that wisdom all the time, which is awesome. You know, yes, which is awesome. That's what we do. That's so, what we love to do. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, somebody gave it to you. And it's a great, when somebody gives you a gift, the, great, the greatest thing to do is to share that gift with other oh, people. Absolutely. And that's how I live my life, is I continue to share that gift that my parents gave me, but also that Nancy Lane Burkhardt gave me. I am just right. really, really honored. Thank you so much for being on The Business of Pleasure. This has really been a pleasurable experience for me. Uh, Dora, it's just, just wonderful. I want to close by reading two lines from your bio, the first and the last. Ms. Chambers is a dynamic leader and charismatic speaker that motivates, excites, and inspires many. Through the power of her story, her words of passion and conviction, her contagious laugh and affectionate spirit, Ms. Chambers is a messenger of endless possibilities. Let me say that again. Ms. Chambers is a messenger of endless possibilities. Her motto, in order to be successful in anything you do in life, you must first dare to dream and expect to win big. Thank you so much. This has been another amazing episode of The Business of Pleasure. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Would you like to earn free bedroom candy products? Throw a bedroom candy party? Find a consultant in your area? Or join our amazing team of empowered bedroom candy consultants around the country? Or would you like to shop our gorgeous catalog of sexual health and wellness products? Visit us at bedroomcandy.com forward slash podcast. That's bedroom, K-A-N-D-I dot com forward slash podcast.